this is where the magic happens. Hi, I'm Angela, and I'm a sex magic expert, according to Midsummer Scream, a huge event in Long Beach every year. They gave me a lanyard. It said it. So how about you, Ryan? It must be true. <laughs> if you had a lanyard, it must be true. Um, I would argue that when it comes to sex, I uh, am the furthest thing from an expert. Oh, that's a terrible um, <laughs> No ego there. Um, well, I wouldn't say that like, well, I'm not like uh, a neophyte. Right. Sure. Uh, that's for sure. But um, when it comes, I don't know. I mean, I shudder at the thought of pulling my past lovers <laughs> to, uh, <laughs> to, uh, to, to have them rate me. I mean, thank God we don't have to do like comment cards after sex. Um, like an official capacity God, I, to, uh, I mean, I would love yeah, that. I, I, yeah, well, I would love that. You know, I would love that. Is, I wish there was a I mean, way essentially it's to anonymously. Thing, but... to Wait, honestly, you... what? I, you're breaking up. Do we sound okay? We're trying something new, you guys. I hear you just fine. I hear okay. you just fine. You don't have to worry about it because the but Zencaster I'm only recording, uh, recording is going straight in. It's going straight into your computer. So okay. It'll be just like um, normal when I don't that. really listen to you. So. The, yeah, the video. <laughs> that's not a, a that's jumpy, not a fault fine. of yours. That's me waiting yeah. to getting excited and wanted, excited and want to talk. Okay, so um, yeah, I wish we could rate X's. I would so be into that. I would be into my own ratings as well. Well, I think sex is so different for men than it is for women. Mm-hmm. Um, if I had to make a bold statement how how um, so ryan well if you consider all of the uh you know <laughs> cultural and societal implications that go into a person's worth i mean i think men and women both have worth like self aspects of our self-worth attached to how quote-unquote good we are at sex mm-hmm. but i know when it comes to being raised as a man in the you know 80s and 90s and aughts uh and etc um so at least it used to be so much of a man's self-worth about being a man is tied into first of all things that are beyond his control like the size of his penis mm-hmm. um and men still get shamed for their oh, yeah, I'm sure. penis size uh constantly um and you know it's like being shamed for having freckles it's like you had no control control over your dna right um so uh you know and that also leads to i think if i had to guess it would lead to certain you know behavioral or sexual behavior for men Mm -hmm. um so like you know i think that's why maybe sometimes there's anger involved with a lot of men um, because of um i don't know feeling insecure Right. Mm-hmm. And when people feel insecure, insecure and are, are have fear, they usually, you know, try to put up a hard shell and to protect themselves. True. And become um, misogynists. Yes, because they hate women because they are afraid that every woman will reject them. Yeah. And so they hate them before they give them the chance. Right. Um, but then the act of being good at sex is, you know, when you're a man, when you're a young man, uh, you know, the phrase is like, oh, I'd. Now this is going to be a little graphic for people, Good. so you know, Let's have I it. apologize. But um, it's like a common phrase when I was a teenager that got thrown around, um, just because of this is what we thought being men were like. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were like, you know, pretending to be men before we became men. But like the phrases were like, "Oh, I'd fuck her so hard." Oh, oh, I want to fuck her so hard, right? Like that's a phrase that young boys, at least back in the day used to say like you know because that's what it meant to be a man women say that um to each other too all the time we want to fuck men hard and women hard we want to fuck people hard too yeah yeah okay so (laughs) so it's not so crazy but no i I thought it was gonna be having sex yeah it's so sweet that you thought you were gonna blow everybody's minds with that (laughs) well yeah well and it's also like the duration of sex like oh i fuck her all night long Mm -hmm. like when i think if most men were honest like they have, you know, at, at least before you, you know, learn other things, it's like no one really has the desire to, 
I don't know, fuck all no, night long. No. Like when I think of all night long, I think of like six to 12 hours. And it's like, oh my not, God. Like, I don't want to do man, anything that long. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Did you ever see and, the movie uh, Tequila Sunrise? No. Uh, it's Michelle Pfeiffer wait. and two hot actors who were hot in like the, I'm going to say early 90s. This is a movie you should not watch with your parents. I did watch it with my parents. And I don't remember much. Just like one is like a fancy restaurant owner and the other is a cop. Anyway, she's it's a love triangle. And the one spies on the other while he fucks her literally all night. And it's a really long sex scene. And I don't remember – I barely re- remember any of this film. But at one point, the, the men confront each other and the one is like – Three hours, I'm impressed. I think it was three hours. So I'm a child and I'm like, three hours? Sex lasts three hours? Like that blew my mind. And I knew I knew about sex. I just didn't know anybody could possibly do it for three hours. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, because mm-hmm. as a man too, like you're, you're under the impression, at least growing up, or at least I was, I'm not going to speak for all men, um, that the longer you have sex, the longer you're able to have sex, the more enjoyable it will be for the woman, right? As opposed to just a woman having an orgasm. It's mm-hmm. like you have to have sex all night long for a woman to be pleased um, was the the myth of, uh, you know, growing up when it came to sex. Right. It's like, well, if you can't have sex for 45 minutes, she's going to be disappointed, right? You're not going to be good at sex. Um, yeah. You know, and it's... It's just, um, it's just mind boggling. And, and, and everybody's little, and boys different. Don't, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, it's and boys really... don't realize when they're watching porn, it's bullshit. Porn is not. Oh my God. Sex. Porn is bullshit. Everybody's faking an orgasm. That's why you have to watch squirter porn. If you want to see a woman have, an, have a real orgasm. Um, by the way, you guys, this is episode 69 and it is all about magic, sex and Tantra. So, uh, we're just kind of warming up, I guess. Well, I don't know how much I'm going to talk about Tantra. Cause Ryan's very because, secretive I mean, about his Tantra. Well, no, it's not that I'm secretive. It's just that, like, I'm not supposed to talk about a bunch of stuff. Ryan, you can talk about a bunch you of know what stuff. I mean? Can't you talk about a bunch of stuff? There's surely got to be a bunch of stuff well, you mean, can I, talk about. Sure. I mean, I yeah, but I'm also not like I just recently got into the sexual component of the oh of the therapy. Well, and that's the good. Maybe so it's not like I'm. Yeah. Well, maybe then you can talk about the the because um, you've been kind of breaking yourself down and rebuilding yourself with your tantra work, right? Yeah, and I'm not supposed to like, you know, I'm not, I don't want to say give away the secrets, um, but it's you know the, there's there's certain things that you learn that are supposed to be for people who are in tantra. Mm-hmm. It's not because you don't want to. It's like this thing like you don't want to give somebody a tool or something or tell someone if they don't know what they're doing with it. Right? Yeah. It's used in the wrong ways. Um, so tantra is no- not just about like. I'm going to be really good at sex. It's like it's healing through pleasure is what it is. So it's is it? at its core. It, it's not about sex. It's about healing. Um, sex happens to be one of the ways you can do the healing. I had no not, idea. It's not just about, I mean, I mean, so pleasure is at the core of, of Tantra when it comes to the healing process. And again, I'm not an expert. So I'm probably people who are maybe super advanced in Tantra are probably like, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. But my understanding as of now is that it's healing through pleasure. So it's, it's about healing. It's not about like, Oh yeah, I'm going to do Tantra so I can, so I can have all this great stand on my head and never lose my orgasm. I always picture people like standing on their heads and finding a way to put their dick in a vagina or a butthole, whatever. (laughs) I don't, I don't know why I think cause you know, the, like the paintings on vases and stuff, like all the tantric, I don't. I don't know what I'm referencing. Maybe this is a. Now that's not to say that sex can't be a large component of, of someone's practice because it most assuredly can. Um, you know, I obviously have not done any partner practice. Um, I didn't. We didn't start getting into the sexual components mm-hmm. of it until quarantine started. So I'm obviously not doing any partner <laughs> practice. It's terrible timing. Um, and I and I also don't know that I'm. I'm in a place where I want to do partner yeah. practice. Yeah. Um, I I mean, if I was to be completely honest, I'd be like, I'm not interested in that right now. Um, this so, is, yeah, this it's, is good. But when it comes to like self-practice, obviously you can, or cultivation mm-hmm. or self-cultivation as it's called, um, you know, it's, it's, and it's also like one of the cool things that I can say is it's like removing the, like 
using the right language for, you know, the parts and the practices, which help turn the words into poetry and beautiful words um, that help remove uh, the shame and the stigma attached to it yeah. that we have. Like you don't use words like my dick or my cock or, mm-hmm. you know, my, my balls, my anus or sex even, or vagina or pussy. It's like, it's a whole different, you know, it's a different vernacular that's used. What, um, what are some of the code the words? Like, um, instead of saying my penis, I'd say my lingam. Oh, uh, or instead of my balls, I say my jewels. Wow. Um, pussy would be yoni. Yeah, yoni. Uh, is one of uh, yoni, yoni which eggs. a lot of people know. Uh, instead of saying sex, you say union. Oh. Uh, instead of masturbation, you say cultivation or self-cultivation. I just wait for these kids to get a hold of these words. You know, we're changing so much of the language these days. I'm. This is probably. I'm gonna step cultivate two. myself so hard later, like. Uh, <laughs> But I mean, I've, so heard, I've heard jewels before. <laughs> I, I have heard that phrase. Yeah, yeah, uh, I've heard jewels. So some of the some of the words, yeah, some of the words have have started milking their way in. Um, but uh, yeah, but it is it. interesting <laughs> when it comes to like, um, I can't talk about maybe the uh, uh, orgasm awareness practice, which for men is. Um, important because it helps separate the orgasm from ejaculation. Oh, that's Um, right. Which, yeah. So that's like a big, and so when it comes to like the use of and using that in magic, it becomes, you know, you find yourself being able to have more intense, multiple, you know, orgasms when it comes to, yeah. Well, Well, unions with another person. If you're unioning with a witch and you're worried about her using your semen against you, that would also be a good time to use it, to use this practice, right? Doesn't it yes. keep your semen well, in your I body? Mean, well, yeah, but it's not like a rule. Um, it's not a rule that you can never ejaculate. But but is it? could it be used as a form of birth control? Not necessarily safe sex because I'm sure you could still get plenty of diseases, but could you? is there a way to do this without um, putting like – what would they call semen in in a uh, tantra? Oh, I I, I haven't learned that. Semen, we'll just call probably. them semen. <laughs> Is there a way then to keep <laughs> the semen out of the yoni? You just don't ejaculate. I like this. We should use these words because I do like to say pussy and be vulgar. But for the most part, yoni gives me like a nicer feeling. You know. Like it's like yeah, a well, special. Another good one is. Um, oh, well, another good one is uh, Jade Gate. Oh my uh, God! With, For vagina. Yeah. That is beautiful, mm-hmm. Jade Gate. Yeah, yeah, and uh, there's also. Uh, Which is also sort of like yeah, what Gwyneth Paltrow went through when she told people to put jade in their vaginas, and everyone was like, "No, it's porous. That's not something for the vagina." That was a real Jade Gate, right? Am I right? Yeah, that was uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like her water gate it's her jade gate yes. that's pretty funny yeah the, um yeah i guess you could you know maybe take some of the stuff a little too far sometimes and not realize the, the health <laughs> risks potentially oh yeah um, yeah you got to google those crystals before you put them in there i bought a bunch of eggs one time when i was in england and i was like i'm gonna shove all these in my vagina just because they're shaped like an egg doesn't mean they're for the yoni they can still calm yoni eggs they don't care what you do with them after you buy them I almost put um yeah I'm... rhodochrosite in there. <laughs> Very poor. Rhodochrosite. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm gonna put some. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna put like uh, a cr- a crumbling geode inside of my jade gate. <laughs> a yeah, crumbling be... geode. <laughs> you thought kidney stones were bad, geez. I oh mean, my god. Like, women get kidney stones, right? Oh yeah, everybody with kidneys gets but... kidney stones, Ryan. Or can get them. It's got to be, yeah. I'm, I'm assuming it's just as painful for probably for a woman. To, I'm to scared pass of um, glass dildos and all of it, but I do have a tiny uh, rose quartz, like a little wand that you are supposed to use to get off with. If you, it's especially good for sexual healing. Like after a breakup, it's nice to masturbate with rose quartz. I usually keep rose quartz in my vagina. Oh my god, I don't think I even told you this. Remember when I was complaining about the Fae stealing my vag crystal? <laughs> 
<laughs> I just have. Is it, what is that? Like, Selenite? Just, I'm going to have to put that down. No, I'm going to put that down. That's uh, rose quartz. I just happen to be uh, holding rose quartz funny. stuff. Selenite in the vagina would be real bad news bears. Um, yeah, well, you, I think if you look at the Mohs hardness scale, like MOHS hardness scale, I think you should, you know, err on the side of caution and make sure it's it's at the highest end yes. of the Mohs hardness scale for your crystal. Yep. Uh, just to make sure, because some of them will dissolve with... Uh, in wetness or in water um, <laughs> in wetness or so, water um so if you're doing it correctly um did i tell you, you want to make sure it i think off. i complained about it on here i think it was the episode where i was sad it might have just been the last episode time is not real right now so i'm not sure but um my fae had taken my badge crystal and they took it out of yeah, you, yeah. okay so they returned it right after that episode and Mine are adorable little tricksters where it's not like, then I found it in my purse. No, they put it right where it goes. Like whenever they return stuff, they usually put it right back where it was, which is kind of a fuck you, but also I have to kind of laugh and go with the flow or they will really mess up my shit. Um, But that day I ordered three more rose quartz yonis and now I have four rose quartz, but I do like the idea of using one that the Fae returned because that means it was in some kind of parallel dimension with magic. So now when I put that thing in, I assume I am more powerful because fairies took it and who knows what they did with it. I cleaned it, but I do wear it, I, even though I have you the brand new one. Yeah, I, I don't know where they've you been. You cleaned it just in case. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know which like filthy when, dimensions they go into. <laughs> it's like... You, you want to make sure you you clean the liquor bottle because you don't know if your kids have been getting into it yeah. and what they've been doing with it. Um, yeah, that's that's quite a visual thinking about the Fae taking your mm-hmm. yoni crystal and, and returning doing whatever it. They it's want the big one too. It. It's not the one for training kegels. Like the idea is you buy three and you start with the big one. I moved on to the medium one too soon. Or maybe it was the small one. Yeah, they took the medium one. I never got it back. But the small one I moved on to too soon. And then I was going to the bathroom at uh, Mohawk Bend, which I miss the vegan pizza so much. It was right by my apartment. And uh, I was going to the bathroom in there and I hear clunk. And I was like, God damn it. (laughs) This reminds me of the the old lady in the shoe. You know that? You know that whole thing? Like she had so many kids, her pussy fell out. Are, are you familiar with that? The Andrew Dice yes. play? Hey, <laughs> yeah, anyway. Um, it was like that. Just like, I just, was pooping. Just, and here's the thing. If you're just peeing, it's probably going to stand there, but I was pooping. Just to be clear, just to defend my yoni uh, tightness. Well, <laughs> is, is that also just another, like one of these things that like we hang on, like that we're taught? Um, the tightness about our sexuality yeah like oh a woman has to be super tight and a man has to be have a big dick and, yeah you know oh, yeah. it's like it's got to be like starting a fire because they're so tight and big yeah uh the friction i like to be tight for my own pleasure like he can go fuck himself literally <laughs> but i noticed that for me i prefer it so i have done things that do that also if you do use yoni i didn't intend to talk about yoni eggs in this episode but i mean it makes sense sex magic um yoni eggs Eggs will uh, like your body subconsciously uh, clenches around the egg to keep it in, so you don't have to sit around doing kegels if you carry yonis in your yoni. <laughs> that it'll just naturally tighten. Oh, you're just naturally doing it. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, and there is, you know, there's, um, I guess, similar activities you can do in tantra um, as a man. It's like you know. It's just like basically flexing your pelvic floor, you know, is kind of what it's called. But it's also, you know, good for men to exercise that area because it's, it it's help also prostate it, cancer stuff. Well, I don't know about that, but it's supposed to help uh, premature ejaculation things. Oh, because like one of the one of the big benefits of tantra is um, if men are experiencing um, difficulty in erections. Interesting. Um, it's supposed to help. It's helping that because there is, and I can't go into like the details of what all the practices are, but just know that it's like an hour, if not an hour and a half, um, you know, anywhere from an hour to two hours is this practice. It's um, tantric masturbation is what it's mm-hmm. called, at least. And I'm speaking just specifically from the man's point of view, like the program or the, the practice for men. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, 
it's all these different things you have to do. Um, and it's called tantric masturbation, but most of it is not like, oh my God, this is great. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like very specific exercises and like things you're, you're doing to your, <clears throat> to your lingam, your jewels, you know, uh, that whole area. And it's, um, but it's not to try to arouse yourself at all. It's, wow. it's not about arousal or, or anything like that. It's, um, it's about releasing trauma that is associated. Um, and it's, and it's all these different traumas you're trying to release that are associated with sex. Whoa. Uh, this is so, this makes total sense because the reason sex magic is so potent is because sex energy is some of the most powerful energy you can manifest with. Um, but it's, this is a very good point. Um, for you to be able to do sex magic, for anybody to be able to successfully do sex magic, there has to be, you have got to, uh, have healed, you know, like you can't, uh, you have to heal from all the things like you, you can't be someone who's so fucked up from something that happened to you that you can't even have an orgasm. Like all that stuff has to be mostly resolved. I do think that stuff is never fully resolved. And that's like part of the life that we choose is to carry certain burdens, but to feel the pain and to let it affect you sexually, you have to, you have to kind of undo at least that much. Um, but one thing that I read that I really liked for sex magic to work, you have to see sex as God. And I loved that. My Venus is in Scorpio. So worshiping sex, you know, I work with pan that makes total sense to me to see sex as God, like I mean, what does that even mean except what, like, worship, um, be grateful to it, like, praise it, have a sex altar? I'm totally into this. I'm like, this is a – I mean, my pan altar is sort of like a worship of sex altar. Well, I mean, that is pretty cool. If you think about – if you think about sex as an act of creation, mm -hmm. which ultimately, you know, on a biological level, it's about creation, right? So – and there's so much energy created, even if a child isn't the end goal. Yeah. Um, even though like on a biological, on a very basic biological level, you know, sex is to make a child, create a child of some kind. Um, it could, or maybe that's just a very narrow perspective that I have because that's what I've been told my whole life. You know, um, there could be, we could be wrong about that. Like maybe sex isn't on a biological level just to have like well it's like we got to procreate that's what sex is about and so that's why it feels good so people will do it but it's like well maybe it feels good because we're supposed to feel good on a biological yeah. level well who else why would i feel like all the species would die if it didn't feel good because i mean i understand people want children and that's great and um you know sometimes the right people have children i feel like people who listen to this are definitely the people should who should be having children but for the most part, I think um, sex is sort of like – it can be a lot of different things. I believe sex is attached to procreation just to make it, you know, so we don't die off. Um, at the same time, like I do think that there's a lot of inferior design behind humans. Like our butts are so stupid. Look how easy it is for a cat or dog to shit and walk away. And look at us all losing Angela our minds. Angela brought up butt stuff. Angela brought up <laughs> butt stuff. But like, I did not bring up I was stuff. just saying this to my brother when we were making fun of like, well, God made that and God did this. I was like, why would a God, why would any God give us these butts? Like they're impossible to clean. I mean, they're they're not impossible, but it's it's. Oh, okay, okay. I was getting her to say like, how dirty is your butt? <laughs> no, yeah? that's the thing. Because I, I, my brother always says like, if he, oh my god, he bought a bidet, Ryan. He bought a bidet at the start of all this. He has a bidet, oh. and he keeps telling my mom and me. He basically tells us constantly how dirty our asses are because we don't own a bidet. I did have a bidet in my trailer that I installed myself, but um, you know, now I have like a regular. And for house the record, toilet. I just wanna. I'm not trying to shame you here, but. It's not that hard to install a bidet, right? You just kind of you, uh, you hook up the hose. It's it is hose, hard. Right? You know how many times I had to go? I was in Oregon and I was peeing in my sink because I hadn't fixed the toilet yet. I had to just take off and go live in this thing before it was done. So my bathtub wasn't even hooked up yet. So I was peeing in my sink. I would sit on my sink and pee in it like it was a toilet in my bathroom. And I kept going to the the hardware store and there was a gun store attached to it, which blew my mind. But I kept going in there like every day. Like I, I think I was in Oregon. I was in Oregon for a week 
the first time. It was in Hot Springs, Oregon. I went in there every day for a week trying to find the right fucking part to hook up my toilet. But there is a lot going on. And I've installed toilets in houses, which is also not super easy. I mean, it's actually not that hard. You're right. But okay, but yeah. still, well, I, want some, like- I want some – points for doing that it's filthy it's disgusting okay well you get points i mean i'm not going to sit here and act like i haven't cursed the heavens trying to install a bidet before because of the physical specs of the space like mm-hmm. where there's no room like between the wall and the toilet to try to get oh, in I there and that. like loosen loosen the bolt but um or loosen the nut whatever it is and uh so i mean i did have a bidet that loosen the jewels that didn't have, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that didn't work on the in my bathroom because the there was like it just wouldn't connect properly. So it was always like the hose would leak. So Ooh. it wouldn't. So if you wanted to use the bidet, you just have to. I'd have to have like a a constant mop towels down on the floor. It just wasn't worth it, right? So gross. But, um, but that's <laughs> no. But that's just the water. That's not like what? what where was like it leaking? Was leaking. So like the you hose spray- was leaking from the water source that fills up the water tank. Okay. Not like the the toilet wasn't leaking. The water <laughs> if you want to use the, the bidet, was leaking. You got to brave a coli or what are the what are the poop diseases there? Somebody? Yeah. Well, so long story short, you know, after trying to fix that, you know, obviously we didn't keep it attached. Good. It that was smart. it wasn't it wasn't. It wasn't working, so it wasn't there for more than fifteen minutes. But um, why was I? It why wasn't like why it was did like I? Say, oh, God, with our buttholes. Oh yeah, <laughs> right. God and buttholes. Yeah, our buttholes well, I used are to stupid. Think that uh, yeah, and there's, I, I'm not going to disagree with that because hemorrhoids. I don't even know why they're necessary. No. Um, you know, I don't. I used to think that we might be robots. I don't think that's possible because like we're so flawed in like our design, like. I think men would argue that if we were a robot, a robot wouldn't lose its erection, uh, be lactose intolerant, have a peanut allergy. There's all these things. Like, I don't think that like that's a flawed design. Yeah, big time. Right. But if you argue that we are robots built by other robots who were built by robots, blah blah blah. So they just keep getting less efficient the further down the line. Who has said we're robots? I've oh, never I... heard this. I was nearly convinced we were robots not too long ago. This is just you with this theory? No, 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 no. Lots of people. But, no, not by not by a long shot is it just me. Really? I, mean, like, I didn't come up with I didn't come up with this idea. I mean, if you you know, it it kind of ties into the simulation theory, mm-hmm. like the, if the if this is all a computer simulation built by some advanced humans or human, right? Uh, many people believe it's very likely that we're in a simulation because if you consider how advanced uh, AR is getting uh, or VR, virtual reality, mm-hmm. I should say, uh, um, you can see that, you know, in the next 20 years, it's very conceivable that it might be nearly impossible to tell the difference between virtual reality and act- quote unquote actual reality. Unless you knew you were looking at or getting into a virtual reality situation or apparatus, right? Mm -hmm. It could be nearly impossible to differentiate the difference between the two. So if you extrapolate that further, it's very easy to come to the conclusion that we're all in a virtual reality thing and don't even know it, right? And we're Mm -hmm. just like, we're like built-in characters for other people to experience and we don't even realize it Ooh. Um, because we, you know, almost like Westworld. We're like the robots yeah. in Westworld. So, um, and so once we come to this realization, I guess that's us waking up, but then what the fuck do we do then? Right. Yeah. Um, cause it's not like we, it's not like we can get I out wish of this we were. necessarily. Those robots in Westworld, that Rachel Evan Wood has the most beautiful skin. I would love to be a robot in Westworld. Um, I was going to say something. Oh, my brother uh, just had this crazy dream. He and my mom both keep having crazy dreams, and then they are people who will tell you their dreams. I'm saying that because she's out of the corner of my eye. Um, but they will – she's getting the groceries. <laughs> they, will, they, will, um, they will tell you all about their dreams. And uh, Adam had a dream the other night where all these horrible things happened, and it was so creepy. Our childhood house, our father, who we don't speak to, still owns – and it's like a shithole. We looked it up on Google Maps. It's so gross and dilapidated. But in his dream, 
a call came from my mom and he could overhear it. He said it was kind of like in Mothman, like the way it sounds on the phone, the guy talking, you know, uh, I forget his name, the Mothman who calls him in the motel room. And he's like, chaps. You're talking about the movie, Richard Gere? Yeah, the movie, not the Richard, real The Richard Gere movie? Yeah. But he's like, he can hear this like creepy voice over the phone and it's telling my mom she needs to come to this house, this house. And my brother's saying, that's a dead relative. That's a dead relative on the phone. Don't listen. And she goes to the house and she gets killed. And then all these other horrible things happen in his dream. And at the end of his dream, he said, someone said to him, I can reprogram your brain so you don't remember any of this and you just think like everything's great and you're in a happy place. Or you can remember it. And he said in the dream he chose to be reprogrammed. And I was like, that's that's fucked up. <laughs> like, that's all fucked up. <laughs> Meanwhile, I don't have bad dreams. I rarely ever have a bad dream. But I think that's because I I do so much dream work that I have such control over it. Like I'm maybe too big of a control freak. Maybe I'm ruining the quality of my dreams. Yeah, well, let's hold that thought for just a second. Okay. Well, it is interesting because I've been thinking about this a lot lately about dreams. Although this isn't about sex magic, but it doesn't no, matter. No, and I have a whole bunch of um, Crowley stuff to talk about. So let's let's go there soon. Okay. But so tell we'll us get into your that. dream. We'll thought. get into that right after this. Okay. Well, there was a uh, clinical study or a scientific study. Gosh, I wish I could remember the years. I had this written down, but it's 1967, I believe. Uh, there were two Harvard uh, scientists or doctor psychologists who did a study about dreams and they're the ones who started the tidal wave of dreams are just the you know mindless cataloging of the day's events images thoughts and feelings they don't mean anything right um and it was from that study that the avalanche occurred where everybody started dismissing dreams as being essentially unimportant uh when up until that time throughout history dreams were very important to people. And the sharing mm -hmm. of dreams and the meanings of dreams were considered to be profound in many cases. And over the last 40 plus years, society has become, you know, so heavily influenced by that event, by that study that triggered the change that now you're stupid if you think dreams mean anything other than and you hear people parrot this all the time like oh dreams are just the cataloging it's like those people don't know anything no. about the specifics of what they're saying yeah and we all do that shit right yeah because there's no way for us to know everything uh on a deep level that's just near it's impossible so um so i i've i have been fascinated by hearing people's dreams um I'm not one of those people who gets super bored of it. Although I do get bored when someone tries to explain a TV show episode to me of a show I've never seen. Oh God, I, I hate that shit. Um, yeah, it's a very similar. <laughs> it's a very similar sensation yeah. to when people try to tell your dreams. It's like I wasn't there, bro. Like I wasn't in your head. Yeah, yeah. Like I didn't experience this thing, right? And there's no way, for, you know. But I mean, I should preface that by saying. I do like hearing people's dreams, but as long as they're fucking crazy yeah. and interesting. Amen. I, I'm um, going to tell you a really fucked up dream that my this, – this was something that I thought about the other day because my brother retold me. Wait, I, wait, wait a second. I just want to make a note here that's, that everybody realizes that you were just talking about how you don't – you prefer I know. not to. This, this is the impression here's about the thing. getting – hearing people's dreams and then you're like, now I'm going to tell you another But dream. here's the thing. This was a real thing where he visited the devil. But also um, – when, because I have a lot of clients who actually have had dreams of past lives and things. So a lot of times, and it's not like, let me tell you about this stupid thing that happened. They're saying, here's something I saw and I felt this way and it was very real, blah, blah. And then I'll look and it'll be like, oh, fuck, dude, you were in the city of Atlantis, you know? But um, Adam, years ago, had this dream. He just retold it to me like two days ago. He was in hell in a really long line and the devil was sitting there and he said he looked way more Baphomet than um, like he kind of like the legend looking guy, but way more Baphomet. And um, he's sitting on a throne and he's totally bored and he's got his head in his hand and he's just listening and people would advance and they'd stand before him. And Adam said, you could not hear what they were saying. Just he would nod and they'd leave. And then it was Adam's turn. He said he waited forever in this dream and he gets to the devil and the devil says, um, he talked about our relative, said he'll be in 
he'll be in jail longer. This guy is like a horrible sociopath. He did end up he he was paroled and then he went back to jail almost immediately for having guns, which like convicted felons can't have in Pennsylvania anyway. I don't know America. Um but so the devil was That's uh, I think all places. It should be. I mean it makes sense. Um no, so it's all places. You I, know, I, 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 I might be wrong, but I'm like ninety eight percent sure that's all pl- if you're a convicted Felony, he was you, a convicted to murderer yeah. too. So the devil says like to he's going to spend more time in jail. And then he says to my brother, and your father will die in that house, our super haunted house, which my dad still owns. So Adam tells me this and I'm like, and he's saying, he's like, the dream was so real, blah, blah. And then the time that it took to get to talk to the devil. And uh, it was so good. And it was so detailed. And afterwards I was like, holy shit, if our dad dies in that house, <laughs> it's it's on. Like you have a direct line to Satan, but maybe, who knows. Um, I mean, I I would love to think so. I would love to think that we could all go stand in line and the devil tells us our future, you know? Well, that is interesting. I mean, do you, I don't know. I mean, there's a place, I can't remember the name of it, that has like the world's best, you know, fried chicken sandwich in Los Angeles. <laughs> and definitely on you have topic. to wait in. Oh, here we go. You yeah. have to wait in line. You have to wait in line for like two hours. People what? every day that it's open. I mean, obviously what it's the probably not open. Fuck? Actually, this is probably the best time to go get it because it's only pickup. But um, people wait in a line. This is downtown, um, in downtown LA, in that area. Um, they wait in line for two hours, hour and a half, two hours to get this chicken sandwich because it's so good, right? Now, I don't believe any food is that good. No, I don't either. To wait for two nope. hours, to wait for two hours, right? But I will say that as um, as a lover of buffalo chicken sandwiches throughout my life. Up, you know, in my past. Oh my god! I've had the, I've had the buffalo chicken sandwich from every place in the world, right? Because I love buffalo sauce. I do too. Anyway, I do too. Point of, god, I yeah that I did have that chicken sandwich like two years ago, mm-hmm. and it is substantially better than any other chicken sandwich I've had. But having said that, nothing's worth two nope. hours, right? And so, so your brother had to wait in line forever. He says, "I don't." That might be worth like, it. I would, but also those are crummy. Like I, who? fucking cares about those guys satan tell me something i want to know i don't give a fuck about you know what exactly. neither did adam so maybe it's not worth it if the devil can't get his shit together and tell us what we really need to know yeah. um <laughs> my favorite vegan chicken sandwich place went out of business and it was two blocks from my land but i'm selling my land the horrible night oh my god did i even tell you this the nightmare neighbor who yelled at me about burying the dog contacted me no. um they're selling their land next to it she either wants but nobody can build on their land without mine. Mine's the missing link. So I think I'm going to flip that land and p- potentially come back to LA next year and buy a house. Isn't that wild? And you know what's that crazy? So the night the night before she texted me because like I don't I haven't talked to her since Daisy died in February. And the night before I died, I was like, or the night before I died, the night before she texted me, I'm lying in bed. And I'm thinking like, I got to get money. I got to get some fucking money. How am I going to buy a house? I got to grow up and buy a house. And I'm about to fall asleep. And somebody said, don't forget, you own land. And I was like, oh, yeah, sure. Maybe someday I sell that land. The very next day. This just happened like a month ago. She texted me. So I'm talking to my real estate agent about it. But they can't sell their land without mine because you can't build a road to theirs. But mine is right at the end of the cul-de-sac. So we'll see. We'll see. I mean, isn't that amazing? That's some That's pretty manifestation. Cool. Oh, back on topic. Hey, guys, want to manifest stuff? Sex magic is great for it. I manifested land in Los Angeles. Oh, wow. You brought us back <laughs> on topic. I do want to talk about um, Crowley, Crowley, however you like to say it. I like to say Crowley personally because it. I like crows. I think it's also the way the British say it, which I would feel is the correct way because he's British. I used to Crowley. <laughs> that was good. Mr. Crowley was an Crowley. <gasps> um, okay, so let's get into Crowley. Okay, so Crowley. Alistair Crowley. <laughs> it's, it's just, it's just too fun to say. It is. Like it's that. so fun. Um, I did do. Yeah, he was a hair on Ali. I ran. I got on a new dating what app. The needles. I got on. A new, you got on a dating only app. Only to talk. Which one? Raya? No, it's horrible. No, not Raya. But a, a bunch of people reached out. They want me to try to get on Raya. And then one of them I know is on Raya. She's um, low-key celeb. And she told me it sucks. And it's just a bunch of like loser influencers. So pff, I'm not getting on Raya. But 
It's called yeah. well, I won't tell you because I don't want anybody to find me. But um, it's like a newer one. And um, Wait, isn't that the opposite effect of what you want on a dating app? You want mm, people to find you, right? I only want to talk to British men because now virtual dating is the only dating and they best bring a British accent to the table. I'm talking to one right now. I'm already done. I'm done. He's done. It's over. Anyway, um, it was nice to hear a British accent. We were just leaving each other um, messages through Instagram. So I don't know. It's over. You have to be super smart. You can't just have a bunch of shirtless pics and not eat carbs. You know what I mean? There's got to be dating, more. Like virtual dating during all of this, it sounds so fucking exhausting. Yeah, that's and how I feel. I just want to like, hear a hot British man's voice tell me to have a good day. And I was having that. And now I'm not going to reply. I'm, I'm just done. Anyway, okay. back to Crowley. So he joined the Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn. And anybody – do you remember which episode it was that we had Salon – it's called Salem Witch. It's that episode. So we had an ex-member of the Golden Dawn on, and he he runs the Crooked Path. He's a good friend. I love him so much. Um, Sal, he talked a lot about the Golden Dawn. It's some crazy shit. Um, and with Crowley, they wouldn't let him advance to the upper levels because he was like too wild with his weird sex magic stuff, and he was like – he was doing a lot of crazy shit. And he was very – he was openly bisexual. He was Libra's son and his Venus was in Libra. So he was all about pleasure and relationships. So like crazy big orgies. But they were all very – like he and, – and I've talked about this before a while ago. Magic in – and this is very much like a tantra overlap. The power of not orgasming. The power of building, 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 building and then just taking that build and poof, sending it into whatever it is you want. And I did – I was going to save this for secrets but I have – the grossest fucking secret of all time. It's something that I didn't want to talk about, but I that's what makes me want to talk about it because it's something I can never do again. I feel horrible about it. It's fucking, it's so fucked up, Ryan. Wait till you hear this. Become a patron for $11. You do get the secret. So, so. <laughs> Become a patron and get grossed get out. And so, eat for a week. so grossed out. I'm so fucked up, but it's more than just um, gross. It's energy is, it's, it's going to last for a few months. Do too. you want to like, maybe I should just like let you record that one solo. Maybe like, I would love your reaction it. though. Cause this is the craziest fucking thing I've ever done for Hakate. So, um, um, the, the, the thing that I did a long time ago, I did a spell, um, and like, you don't need all the stuff. It's, like magic is not as esoteric. No, nothing is. Um, it's good to know basics, but I basically had like some stuff I burnt. I had a candle, carved somebody's name into it. This was manipulative magic. Keep in mind. I, Wait, are you telling the secret now? This is not the is secret. This, the this is an actual magic oh, okay. spell people can use. So. Oh, okay. I did it. Um, what was it Wednesday? I started Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So I, I timed it so that Friday would be the night of the goddess. Friday is like Aphrodite's night. It's good night for love magic. Um, I'm sure I did it with a moon. I mean, like whatever you're trying to do, just check what moon you should work with, check with goddess, whatever. Days of the week matter. Um, but I did carve someone's name into this candle. And I think I've talked about this on an old episode. So I set up my altar and uh, like – totally masturbated to this guy while burning and doing all this stuff. Right before I orgasmed, I would stop. I'm lowering my voice because I don't know where my mother is. She was creeping around. She was shuffling around, you know? Um, but <laughs> meanwhile, she could totally hear me. So, all right. Um, so I would masturbate right up to the brink and stop and send all the energy to the candle, to what I want. I would just like to take a quick opportunity to say hello to my mom who's listening <laughs> uh, to the podcast. Is she? She's not. I mean, I Maybe. thought we already talked about this. She, I don't think she's she, also a patron. I know she's a patron. Your mom is so, so is lovely. I mean, basically, <gasps> your what mom I'm saying became is my a patron. Listening and this. then my mom became a patron. <laughs> she was like, yeah. oh, well, I got to so, be a patron if Ryan's mom's a patron. So, but my mom so is it's definitely like You're not like lowering your voice so your mom doesn't hear you. But trust me, my mom is hearing you in stereo. <laughs> is she? I don't know. I don't think, phone. I don't think she listens. That's my, that's my psychic um, take on it. Um, okay. So, okay. So, so continue. Wednesday and Thursday. I would um, what what do they call masturbation in tantra? Cultivation or oh, self cultivation? I would self cultivate. I really like that. Um, that also makes it sound more like you're making magic too. So I would self cultivate like butt ass naked in front of my altar. It was really wild. Also, I had this is shocking. I didn't learn how to really masturbate until I was like twenty, which is fucked up. That's so sad. What a waste. 
I was having orgasms, but they were like accidental, you know, like through sex. But but also, it was but, hard I mean, maybe to it's because I'm older, but I still think of 20 as being young. Yeah, I guess. Okay, I wouldn't be too hard on yourself on that one. So, thanks, Ryan. I appreciate that. So Friday, I let loose and I had the orgasm, and I mean, it was quite a build. So this is the craziest shit. And I know that I am a I am a powerful witch, and I think a lot of that is because I don't have a lot of the issues around things because I did it my last lifetime. I did it the lifetime before. Like I, I'm, I've clearly got, you know, I've got a widow's peak. I got that weird mark on my arm. I'm obviously born into witchcraft, which, you know, whatever. I do think that we carry a lot of our history with us. So I finished, I start like, you know, cleaning up and the phone rings and it is that guy. It is the guy I've been doing magic on. Now, he has never called me before. He's my brother's good friend. He calls me and I'm like, holy shit. And uh, and I said, um, oh, Adam's actually out with blah, blah, blah tonight. And he's like, oh, that's okay. I was actually calling to talk to you. How fucking efficient was that self-cultivation magic? So we went out that night. We went to the movies. We walked on the beach. He was like terrified of me, probably because I did manipulative magic on him, which, you know, we he had a crush on me, but he was so slow to act. He was just so shy with me. And I think also because I was, you know, one of his best friend's sisters and he was like a very respectable, sweet guy. He was a firefighter. He was so cute. Um, but anyway, nothing ever came of it. But I, I manifested that shit instantly. And I haven't done any magic like that since, but I think um, thinking back on it, like I think I'm going to start again because also uh, anybody who goes into Crowley's stuff, who reads about like the – because his – you can buy his um, book. He has so – there's so much writing and it's all really, really heavy. You can buy the sex magic. I think it's just like the chapter um, from Book of Lies, but it's all – about the rituals and they are intense. And now here's the thing. There is stuff in there that, you know, got him like hated by the the Golden Dawn and everything because he did reveal secrets that were very effective. Um, there might be stuff in there that you just want for you that like appeals to you, but there's a lot of um, sex magic. Um, okay, wait, here. It's called Arado Comatose Lucidity, which is beautiful. And he introduced it in 1912 there are several variations. Um, a common form of the ritual uses repeated sexual stimulation without orgasm to place the individual in a state between full sleep and full wakefulness, as well as exhaustion, allowing the practitioner to commune with their God. Now, how fucking cool is that? Like, and there were like, there are all these different things that I've read where um, people, um, sometimes they could only do stuff to the, the, the person in the middle, the person who's like experiencing the ritual, they could only use their mouths, but they weren't allowed. Nobody was allowed to orgasm. Like it's crazy shit. And he was really hated for this because he did, uh, he, you know, he hired sex workers. Like he was all, which also like, fuck that man. That's probably the best gig they got, you know, ritual. Everybody's all nice and respectful and trying to get in touch with God. Like that's way better than a lot of the shit that was going on in 1912. Um, but, uh, he so like Crowley was hated, kicked out. Another thing I wanted to talk about is um, how he has the best tarot deck, in my opinion. Um, there are there are other things like Crowley said fucked up shit about women, but then on his deathbed he's like, I am fucked up. I never should have said that. Blah, blah, whatever. Oh, you know what else was crazy? People hate him because he wrote things like take the eldest male child and sacrifice him. But it wasn't about an actual baby sacrifice. He had to speak in metaphor because he couldn't get his sex stuff published. So take the eldest male child and sacrifice him was like, get your, um, what's the penis called again? Lingam. Get your lingam. Um, ring your lingam. What What are they? Oh, no. Self-cultivate your lingam. And, uh, and that would be part of the sex magic. And that's how he had to write about it. Ring-a-ling-ling. <laughs> Um, there, that would be a great title, but well, that's an interesting <laughs> metaphor to use. By the, I mean, I'm just saying he could have saved himself a lot of fucking headache if he didn't use the metaphor of sacrificing your eldest child uh, when referring to that. 
I mean, yeah, it's just, and that's why everybody thought he was like an evil Satanist. He wasn't about killing babies. He had to. I mean, at the same time, he did like to be shocking. You know, his mother. He grew up with a mother yeah. who called him the Beast. Obviously, he was coddled, and then he was all about the six six six. But he has, you know, he he had visions, and he brought a lot of weird shit in. And sometimes when someone has visions and tells you about how to get in touch with something, it's it gets like very. Um, culty you know it gets very like joseph smith with the fucking fake tablets and all the bullshit but in in crowley's case i really like a lot of i, I like just about everything he brought to the table um and i also wanted to mention his tarot cards because i have been working with this deck since before i was old enough to drink like these are the deck this is the deck i cut my teeth on and everybody i like I've met so many people who say dumb shit. About, he, he didn't even identify as a Satanist. He was just like, eh, not really into it. Um, but everybody's always like, that's a satanic deck. It has Kabbalah. It has astrology. It's painted by a woman. It, and the princess and the queen are the two highest character cards. It is a gorgeous deck that speaks to me, resonates with me on so many levels. And uh, guess what, you guys? Rider Waite um, – what's Waite's name? Arthur Waite wrote actual books on black magic. So people start out with that boring-ass Rider weight deck and they think like they're playing it safe with their white magic. And he was writing black magic too. Also, the whole white black magic thing, you know? That boring-ass, that boring-ass <laughs> iconic Rider weight deck. You know that boring-ass boring thing that so many people have. The boring-ass Mona Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> It is funny though if you look at the um, if you look at the uh, the devil card in the Rider Waite deck, like the Mona Lisa, uh -huh. um, its eyes follow you wherever you go. Wow, you know no, I'm just kidding, but like I, I don't know if that's true. I, knew you I don't were have kidding. the Rider Waite deck. I have, you know what deck I've been connecting with? Show uh, us, Ryan. Actually, got it. The uh, the Ascended Masters, oh, Dorian Virtue, Dorian Virtue now, is who has denounced insane. all, you know, who has denounced yeah. all witchcraft and, and magic Poor and Doreen. crystals and woo-woo stuff. But I love this deck so much. Like every time I use it, I get something really cool. I love her angel deck. Pull, pull card for me. Ask... Oh, okay. Are we going to do it for you? you? It's more fun if you do it for me. It's more fun for me okay, if you sure. do it for if me. You, you... <laughs> yes. I'm going to tell you what your dream was. Um, <laughs> It's more fun that way. Yeah. Um, okay. So let me. Okay. So um, we're going to pull a card on a specifically a sex magic type thing here. Oh, this is a good um, deck. Like what you should. Um, how about this? I want you to think of. Um, I want you to think of this while I pull, pull this card. Okay. I want you to think of the next time you perform sex magic. Mm -hmm. We want the deck to tell us what you should be focusing on. Okay. Specifically for during your sex magic. Love it. To manifest okay. during your sex magic. Or or whether it's manifestation or or what should be at the core of the sex magic. It doesn't have to be manifestation. Okay. 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 Do you want me to cut the deck or just pull from just it? Just pull from it. Okay. Oop, that looks like the one. Let's see. Boom. Ooh. Oh my god. Fuck yeah, man. That is so, right on par. I'm writing two big things right now that are just like getting it out there. This is so good. I'm telling you, this fucking deck is rad. I'm uh, buying I, it. Um, I'm impulse buying it as soon as we're uh, done. This was a gift from a former my former manager. Wow. Talk about, you know, talk about a manager who gets you. Oh my god, it was that a birthday teacher gift. card was so fucking cool, Ryan. That is right on oh, so great when everything lines up. Synchronicity. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And I'm trying to think what uh, it looks like uh, Rose Quartz or Amethyst on the uh, I work with both of those I every day. So. You know, Yonis. Yeah, so. Um, Amethyst. So, yeah, so that's like you're supposed to embrace and walk into your role as teacher. I love that. what that is saying. So next time you're, you know, next time you're cultivating, you focus on, you know, the empowering your mm -hmm. path as a teacher is what. Uh, my senses from that. It's so funny when I self-cultivate, I've been, this is this, 
I feel like I know you are very intuitive. You have a great, great gift for this stuff. Oh, you guys also, if you become a patron, Ryan and I are going to channel stuff from your guides. You can ask us a message or you can ask us oh, a question. Yeah, once I meant to ask you about that off the mic because I think you posted something on there that I, I happened to see about. And I think people have already asked questions. Yeah, right? we got some questions in there. So at the so at the twenty-two dollar level, we'll we'll channel your guides and give you an answer once a month too. Um, but yeah, you're very you're so good at uh, you read by touch. Like you're very very clearly fucking psychic. Um, but uh, what was I going to say? Oh yeah, so I just sex magic yesterday really quick before my mom got back from my brother's, <laughs> and, um, um, and I I was more focused on like ah, I have a I have a tiny window of time to do this. And then as, you know, things were getting heated and of course, like you kind of journey and stuff when you're doing it with magical purposes. But uh, as it was getting close, I realized I had not set an intention. And that is huge. Before you start, you have to like set out the crystals, set out, you know, maybe there's an oil, like figure out what it is you want. Like, do you want fertility, like fertile, like work options or baby or anything, all the fertile stuff? Do you want money? Do you want love? Like there are lots of magical tools to help you get it. I didn't do any of that. And then as I was, what's an orgasm called in Tantra? Oh, um, I mean, I guess we can just call it an orgasm. Okay. As I was about to, uh, orgasm, I realized I had no idea what I wanted and I just started screaming, money, power, love. <laughs> In that order. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I just wish – I just hope, like, people were walking by the house when that I happened. I hope so, too, Ryan. When they heard that. Oh, my God. It's a lot of – it's a lot of south just heard, here. Money, power, love. <laughs> just being yelled. It's like, what's going on in there? Uh, in Manifestation. Like, I, know what's going on in there. I know what's going on in there. <laughs> It is interesting, though, to think about, like, really, I mean, I've been focused on the money thing for a while, and, you know, mm -hmm. with not great results necessarily, um, but, and then recently with, you know, very good results, um, so it's, I, I think it ties into also, like, the transition we talked about um, previously, where I had transitioned into a phase of like, oh, this is, I'm in a new phase of my life now yeah. where things come to me. Right. Um, and so like romance and all love and all that kind of stuff has really just kind of taken a back seat. Like I don't, I honestly don't even think about it that much. You, um, you and I are also in the throes of our Uranus opposition because it retrograded and we're like right in the hot spot. And then you are out, you're out or you're just about out, I think. So it's probably like intensifying right now, your whole, you know, existential crisis. And, and I've like, well, I mean, I've got so much work to do on my plate right mm -hmm. now that um, I don't have time to think about it. Um, I mean, it's not that I don't ever think about it, but so like specifically on the new moon that we just had, um, like my sex magic is, it was in no way related to anything other than like, you know, finances and focus it, it, you know like i don't think about um i'm not even thinking about like my future when it comes to you know my personal relationship uh, of romance wow. with romance. and it's you know and i don't know if it has something to do with the fact that i'm like you know i think it's a culmination of all the different things but um like instead of using sex to have more sex like let's say sex magic mm -hmm. so I can, you know, I mean, you can't, I can't do anything anyway. I mean, it's fucking yeah. quarantine. Like I, who knows when I'm going to be able to touch another person regardless. Yep, no shit. So why, why, why would I even fucking focus on it? Yeah. Um, so, um, so it's like a great time to channel that. If you happen to be like me and you're listening to this in your quarantine solo style, um, and I'm not going to go out and just have random no. mask sex with somebody. Um, <laughs> random mask sex. Yeah. So like, <laughs> I don't know about other people, but I don't like, this is just my personal, no judgment, non-judgmental acceptance. If you're into this, I don't like what we'd call hooker sex where like you have sex, but you, you can't kiss. You can't have any like pretty woman sex connection like that. Yeah. Pretty woman sex. So like, uh, yeah, I'm not into like doing that, which is the kind of, you know, 
union one might have to have in times like this um, with someone they know or don't know. I don't care if people are having sex with strangers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, sex is just sex. Um, but uh, it's a good time to like channel all that like sexual frustration if you are feeling it into like, I will tell you this on Friday night. Oh, yeah. When it was super. It was super late at night because I've been watching Deadwood. So I didn't I didn't get around to uh, my new moon sex magic until uh, quite late. Uh And uh, to the point where I was so tired, I was like, I might not even do it. And I was like, come on, man, like you get to do this every couple of weeks. You're not just going to blow it off. Right. Yeah. So all I saw while I was (laughs) all I saw while I was climaxing (laughs) um, was the. you know what it looks like when uh, you've seen those images of bank accounts like filling up with money, oh, like yeah. the numbers turning and becoming larger. Uh-huh. I just saw like my my bank account like like turning into like hell yeah six digit like into like going into like six digits and then higher than that. Damn and right. So as I was climaxing, I was just seeing my my till increase, uh, so to speak, and it was pretty funny. Uh, but it was pretty cool. Till would be a fun uh, but that word was just for the image that, Yeah, so that's just the word. That's just the images that popped into my mind. That's great. Uh, w- while I was doing that, so, um, so I anticipate very soon that that will be happening on a larger scale than it is. Already. I already know it about you. I've yeah. not told um, anybody this, but I'll tell all of you. Um, last new moon, when I did like that big crazy peeing on stuff, bathtub thing, whatever. It was a lot. I don't remember everything they had me do. They said to me, sorry, I was just loving on a cat. Now there's hair in my mouth. It's so typical. Um, <laughs> well, this, this is, is the action the you guys could get money. for $2. You can see me pull cat Watch. hair out of my mouth. Um, so I, uh, the goddess said, choose one person to take with you. And I chose you, Ryan. Oh, for for what? I to don't know. The other side? Yeah. No, no. For success. For I was doing manifestation work and I had a pretty big list that's in a jar full of my piss and blood in my mom's yard. I, check this out. I tried to bury my latest jar the other night at 1 a.m. with a giant shovel. It looked real crazy. This is, and I'll tell the rest of this in secrets because I'm super still coping. I'm traumatized. I'm traumatized by what I did at the new moon. I couldn't get the fucking shovel into the ground. It hadn't rained. And the grass here is like crazy viney grass in the south. So it grows on sand and it's like I couldn't get a shovel through it. So I still got this fucking jar of my piss and blood. Now it's got hair and fingernails. Now it looks even crazier. Just hiding in the bathroom until it rains and I can go put it in the yard properly. You could. What? (laughs) What? I. I almost feel foolish for bringing this up, but you could take like a large glass of water. I don't think so, Ryan. And pour it onto the ground. It's not like regular. Or like a pitcher of you could. And the grass. What I'm saying is, you take a pitcher of water, pour it onto the small area you want to dig, and it'll. But when it, it's it, so hot, before, although it's like, it rains all the time in Florida, so you don't have to. Yeah, I just have to wait for it to rain, which it hasn't done in a while. But, but it will. I mean, it's, it will. seems like an easy. Did you see that you video I posted on um, Instagram of the rainstorm and the lightning? Did you see this? Um, I've been pretty disconnected from my phone. Good for so you. I haven't. I haven't really been. I might send it to you. It was so beautiful. It looked like it was staged, but it was crazy lightning, constant flashing lightning, and just pouring. And it was like reflecting off all the houses. It was. It was like bouncing everywhere. The lightning. I probably shouldn't have been outside. <laughs> well, not with a shovel. Uh, that's for sure. Like holding up a shovel, a steel shovel. Like, strike me down. Give me Do the, your like, worst. Ex- Imbue the power, the telluric energy of the goddess into my shovel. You already cursed me with this crappy butthole. (laughs) Oh my God. Do your worst. (laughs) And we brought it all back. Okay, well, cool. I think that's going to be it. That's pretty good. So get out there and, you know, cultivate. Self cultivate some uh, some intense energy in your favor. 
Yeah, or cultivate with your partner. Just make sure that you guys can agree on what you want because that's important for sex magic. Well, it wouldn't be cultivation technically with a partner. It'd be union. Oh, Or I union. guess you could be together. You could self-cultivate together. So yeah. Oh, you could do that. yeah. That's how I used to date. MMS. That's what I call it. MMS. Uh, I was Mutual also, masturbation session. Yeah, I'm totally into that. Um, also, you guys, healing, sexual healing, super important to to get sex magic going. So work on that too. A really good one. You got to just be super comfortable and happy and in love with all your parts. You got to get there. Um, I, I like to picture people I dated and kind of hate in the room and make them watch me masturbate and they can't touch themselves and they can't touch me. You just get to sit there with your pathetic boner. That one is very useful. That's uh, <laughs> called a hate nut. Get yourself a hate nut. A hate jewel. <laughs> yeah. Fake jewel. So, so basically, what I'm taking here is, um, you know, it's not just about magic. Isn't sex magic? Isn't just about busting a nut. It's about, uh, you know, you know, try to get some self healing, uh, release shame or anything else that's uh, mm-hmm. dragging you down when it comes to your sexual liberation and freedom. Uh, so you can properly access the limitless power that is within inside you and can be channeled through, uh, through pleasure. Yes. I love that. Um, you guys, just a reminder, if you wrote us a review, send us a screenshot so that we can enter you in the monthly drawing for a free reading. Your entries never expire and we love getting reviews. They make us so happy. Ryan and I call each other late at night and we read them to each other and then we laugh and then we cry. It's so it, – it, we're living for it. It's all we live for. Please write us for the reviews. <laughs> cool. So this is where the magic happens.com at lovable at rising uh, on Instagram at where magic happens. So give us a follow on all those places. Um, and – yeah, and so we look forward to. Oh, thank you to the patrons. Patreon.com. Oh, thank you, guys. This is where magic, the magic happens. Um, you know, two dollars gets you the videos of all the uh, chats, and then there's you know the additional tiers. Uh, Eleven gets you the secrets. Twenty-two gets you uh, even more access on a personal level. So yeah, so reach out to us. Uh, become a patron over at Patreon, and uh, yeah, and don't forget. This shit is real. 